You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here with us today for this uh, discussion that we're going to have as it relates to uh, DE&I in organizations and the role that it plays for women and minorities. And I'm Rob Marshall, uh, EVP of Client Services here at uh, Teleperformance, and I have a terrific panel with us today to discuss some of what we believe are very important issues in our workplace today. And so I want to allow our three panelists to briefly introduce themselves before we jump in. And I'll start first uh, with Joy. If Joy, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, where you're from and all that kind of thing, we'll go from there. Thank you, Rob, and thank you for having me uh, on this panel. A very, very passionate and important uh, topic and you know area that we all need to drive together. So my name is Joy Park. Uh, I am a vice president of Comcast Corp, um, Comcast Cable Corp. Um, my responsibilities here at Comcast, I've been here almost close to 11 years, and um, I am responsible for a lot of things third-party management. So I... My title is officially um, business partner strategy and support. Uh, with that said, I manage um, all of our care business partners, along with tech ops, collections, sales, uh, uh, CB, which is our business solutions, as well as managed enterprise solutions. All of the third party in those space, um, including all of the end-to-end contracts management, training, quality, MPS, uh, product fluency, you know, and communications. And then I also have um, audit compliance, risk management with third party. My team also manages all the technology uh, deals under our customer experience officer and their um, leadership team. And then I also have uh, responsibility for the home security. So all the security products like Xfinity Home, um, there's that's very heavily regulated industry. So I have the entire licensing and compliance organization that manages uh, those products. So that's me. And again, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Rob, why don't you go next? Hey, thanks, Rob. Hey, first of all, great name. Um, <laughs> secondly, uh, Rob Braggs here. I've been at USAA for 14 years now. I am proud to lead our our uh, PNC property casualty distribution and service team. So um, our team is accountable, responsible for delivering um, product acquisition and servicing across all product lines in the in the property and casualty space. And so we're great partners with 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 Teleperformance in that endeavor. And uh, one of the things I'm really passionate about is diversity diversity equity and inclusion. And I am proud to also be the executive sponsor of our our diversity business group that supports African-Americans here at USAA. So again, glad to be here and excited to be on this panel. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, Rob, you're right. Great name. Rob is a great name. Monty, if you would, please. Thanks, Rob. It's so nice being here. Thank you, Joy and Rob, for uh, joining us today and Rob Marshall for, you know, hosting us today. I'm privileged and humbled to be here. I've been with TP for three years and I run banking, financial services and insurance here at TP. Um, I have the, the, the best part of my job is 
diversity, equity, and inclusion. I don't, it's not my job. It's my passion. Um, yeah. I'm co-chair of TP Women um, and an active member and on the board of our DE&I efforts as well. Um, and, you know, truly humbled to be here. So back to you, Rob. Yes, yes. Again, thank, thank you to all three of you for taking the time out of your busy day to be here. And truly, we all know that this area of DE&I is, uh, it's not just something you get into haphazardly. It really is a, a condition of the heart that drives us to do this work. So I'm really, really excited. And so let's just jump right in real quick and 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 talk about a few things as it relates to DE&I. So my, the first question, and I'll pose this to each one of you and uh, if you could respond to this. Um, how does DE&I in a workplace specifically affect women and minorities? What would be your feedback on that? And again, Joy, I'll go to you first. Uh, I was hoping you would go somebody. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> thank you. So, you know, I know this is, uh, you just said specifically uh, related to women and minorities, but I have to answer it mm -hmm. as I don't think we can start there. I think okay. we have to say DNI is for everyone. Yeah. It's it's absolutely for everyone. It is not just something that impacts and affects one subgroup or the other. It's yeah. absolutely something that has to be inclusive. I mean, when you start to only say what about just for this group or that we can get into what, you know how they um, very, but I do absolutely believe that DNI is an absolute entire organization since we're talking corporate, but absolutely beyond that. And so for me, I, I want to just first, you know, given that I'm, I'm Comcaster, you know, I've been here almost, like I said, 11 years. Comcast, even when I joined, we had DNI as part of our goals. I've never been with an organization. I've been with six other organizations prior to that. I've never actually seen at the time. Now it's very common, right? But 11 years ago, I've not, not seen that in a large Fortune 30 company having DNI as part of their, you know, corporate and leadership goals. Yeah. It was directors plus type of goals. And I was very intrigued by that, the fact that they were that intentional. So I think that intentionality is so key in driving the whole inclusion, the diversity and the equity in, in all organizations. But, you know, because we are now talking about women and minorities, given that one, I'm woman and I'm Asian American. So I think I I, I fit in both of those ERG groups. Um, you know, I have, you know, always thought that, you know, it's just critical for us to have a workplace that has just, different backgrounds. When mm -hmm. I say different backgrounds, Manta and I are both women, but we probably have to come from a different background from a cultural perspective, mm -hmm. right? Um, Rob and I are minorities by, let's call it race, but he and our, he's men, I'm women, but there's beyond that, right? And there's faith, there's uh, yeah. subcultural things. And so for me, I feel like this question just asking, addressing women and minorities is, yeah. it's just critical to every group. And so for me, I can't say because I'm a woman and because I'm a racially minority person that DNI has a big place. I think it is truly 
and something that each culture has to intentionally set. Mm -hmm. And we really have to be asking the right questions as leaders, as well as I'm a believer that as much as we wouldn't say everything could be funneled from every direction, I absolutely believe it has to be top down because the kind of the investments that you make, the kind of uh, the direction that you set really stems from if the top of the culture sets that tone and actually makes an investment on that. And so at, at Comcast, for example, I mean, you know, I remember, you know, even on Juneteenth, you know, in 2020, and that was mm-hmm. very memorable year for many reasons. Yeah. Everybody's emotions were probably high with, you know, COVID starting. And really, Comcast said, take that day and get educated. Yeah. And to me, I think that's, at the highest level, setting that tone and giving that direction yeah. really had opened my eyes. And so for me, looking at this is for me is really looking at it saying, you know, in my hiring. So, for example, going in a direction of me as a leader, mm-hmm. do I have what percent of my team is represented by men or people of color? And if if. There isn't a full representation. The question is why, right? Yeah. It's yeah. again, it's about intentionality. It's not to exclude anybody. Yeah. And so it's really about the questions. And I remember making a conscious decision about hiring a white man, actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a position because I realized the person I was trying to hire was somebody who was very similar to me in terms of how we behave and think. So I had to actually sit back and think back and do whole pros and cons and what was needing. And what I came to a conclusion was I needed to hire actually somebody who thought differently Mm -hmm. than myself, who actually led things differently. So, again, I know this is not the direct answer, but I think it's things to think about and things to, to drive as leaders of organization. No, no, no. I think that was that was that was very um, expansive, and I'm glad you you did open that up and expand that further when we start talking about DEI, right? The I inclusiveness of the diversity of that we're talking about here. So, thank you for doing that. Um, so, so, so let me volley now uh, quickly to Rob. Rob, what, what what would be your thoughts on that? Um, how how DEI plays in the workplace? Well, first of all, I, I, I agree with Joy. The answer to everyone is not just for the, the actually impacted populations. But I'll start with a customer. And I think that, you know, you look at like who USAA serves and diversity of the military and their families and whatnot, it really helps us understand how to best serve them if we have, if we represent that population internally. And so one of the things that having a good solid DEI program gives you is it gives you the ability to like really attract and retain diverse talent because you have the ability to show up well with them, right? So you can make sure that you create the right space and atmosphere for them to be comfortable, um, for them to actually produce and be effective and for them to actually help you develop, develop solutions um, for your member your member needs that resonate with the member. And so um, for me, it's, it's, it's inclusive because to your point, it takes all of us, but at the same time, if you don't have it, then you have the real opportunity that you may show up one day and be irrelevant to your, to your, to your customer base. And so, um, starting for me, it's starting with the end in mind, which is yep. with your customers. Uh, but then by doing so, you have to make sure that you have the right folks internally to make sure that you develop the things that will make you build to your customer base. 
Awesome. Good. And 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 then finally, mom, to you um, with this initial question, um, you know, how, how does DEI in the workplace uh, affect everyone? Right. Everyone. Yeah. That's in, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it comes down to being authentic. Right. So when we're actually bringing our true selves, we also realize the conversation creates the nuances, right? So I'm mm -hmm. my name's a confusing name, right? Mamta is very Indian. Rodriguez is very Portuguese. I'm a minority. I grew up in a, you know, Italian, Catholic, Irish, small town in Massachusetts where we were the only immigrant family. Um, but you may not know that about me when you just look at me. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so here we mm -hmm. are. Until we don't have the conversations we sometimes don't realize that people come from so and you know from so many different stories and journeys and by the way diversity who's diverse in the united states or different or a minority may be completely different when you're in a different country of who that minority would be and it's about i think you know joy and, and rob said it so well it's about having the conversation yeah. Because that's where the different, when we even bring that back to business, different conversations, different thoughts of mind, sounds pretty basic, right? But so important, bring the innovation, bring that, that thought leadership, and also bring a comfortable place for people to be able to talk openly about who they are and their thoughts as well. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's good, which leads me to something because, you know, when we talk about having the conversation, right, in a lot of places, um, having that conversation can be very uncomfortable, mm -hmm. right? So, so in order to help our our people, to help our employees uh, in any organization, how do you think the intentionality of a DE and I uh, initiative in that organization? Uh, impacts the employee engagement and the productivity of employees within an organization. How, how, how would you weigh in on that, Rob? Why, how about you take that first? Man, that's my, you, know, you speak my love language when you say productivity. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think it, it, boils, it boils down to like level of comfort, like, because you know, we think about like how people spend their time every single day. It's, it's a variety of ways, right? It's am I focus on my job? Or be in my mind somewhere else thinking about other things. And I think sometimes the environment we create internally can create that one of the two options, right? So I think back to like George Floyd. Um, when that happened, yeah. um, there's a lot of like unrest in the environment that we worked in, right? So even though if you had nothing to do with George Floyd or nothing to do with the state of Minnesota or or Wisconsin or or Chicago or anywhere else where there's there's, there's like violence or there's 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 adverse conditions for people of a diverse nature. If you're thinking about that, then you're not focused on the job at hand. And so one of the things that we found is when we create the right culture from a diversity mm -hmm. and inclusion perspective, make people feel at home, make people feel they're valued, make people feel like they have avenues and opportunities. And while those things are out there and people do think about those, they, they feel more comfortable being where they are doing what they should be doing, which is focusing on our member and, and working to make sure that we're developing the right opportunities for member um, fulfillment. And so for me, when I think about DEI um, and productivity, it's if you have the right level of diversity, equity, inclusion, buy-in, top-down, um, yeah. then people who are doing the work of the work feel included. They feel like diversity matters to your organization. And they feel yeah. like there's some symbols of, of, of equity, all of which when combined means that they can focus on the job. 
And so I think it's really yeah. important yeah. to make sure that you have the right structure because doing so allows people to focus on job at hand and not the environment that's swirling around them that creates levels of uncertainty and disengagement. Yeah, yeah, that that that's good. That's good. Mamta, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think Rob covered it really well. I'll, I'll add one piece to companies and engagement and productivity is I think what's changed for us in the last few years is it's the real deal. So, you know, we've all been in those meetings where people would, you know, the corporate leadership would have that in a value and it kind of be the value. It, all it was doing mm -hmm. was collecting dust on a wall somewhere. Yeah. Now we have a seat at the table. So I think what's changed is the responsibility of us and what that means now to be able to voice that and also to bridge it to where I see pass the baton, right? I've so mm -hmm. many times in meetings where I I see somebody wants to say something, but they may not have the loudest voice, just human nature wise in the room or the nature or they're second guessing themselves. Like, should I speak up? Could I speak up? And encouraging that conversation and the pass of the baton that's happening now and being celebrated more and i think yeah. that's what it's like it's an opportunity for us but also a responsibility that comes with it yeah yeah there, there, there there's no no doubt and so and joy when you when you spoke earlier you talked about all the the intentionality and the things around de and i that that are being done at at comcast so so you probably have some firsthand uh, of viewpoints in terms of the impact that these kind of engagements can have. So, so what would be your thoughts there on on how this impacts the employee engagement and productivity? Yeah, I mean, we, so I, I I usually love just telling stories, but I'll actually give some data just for the audience too here. So, for definitely for Comcast, there's absolutely tremendous amount of investment it's not just the talk yeah. right it's you got to walk yeah. the talk and yeah. it is in every sphere and aspect for us it's the content it's it's really about the media awareness it's the digital equity it's it's investing in the small business it's actually yeah. in the employee side it's the social justice so we do we cover the gamut and what we see is truly i mean our emps results are higher right i mean there's a mm -hmm. lot of i mean productivity but the next set of data i'll just just kind of ramble on for the audience is things that you can find is public information but sometimes like we're not talking fluff here people right like we are talking real real return yeah because everybody loves roi right so i'm not getting we we're, we're running organizations so we get this so corporations identify as more diverse and inclusive are 35% more likely to outperform their competitors yeah, yeah. diverse companies yeah. are 70% more likely to capture new markets Diverse teams are 87% better at making decisions. Diverse management teams lead to 19% higher revenue. Mm -hmm. The GDP could increase 26% by equally diversifying the workforce. Gender diverse companies are 15% more likely to notice higher financial returns. And finally, 74% of millennial employees believe their organization is more innovative when it yep. is inclusive culture and 47 yeah. percent actively looking for yeah. organization that yeah. has that diversity and inclusion as part of their culture and dna these yeah. are harvard business reviews mckinsey's right i mean deloitte these are data these are just data that they studied over the years yeah. and these are facts and so to us 
we could, I'm sure between Manta and Rob and I and Rob and you, Marshall, we have so many stories we can tell personally mm -hmm. by how this whole DNI, again, I wish this is not an initiative. I wish yeah. this is not a program. And yeah. one day we don't have to talk about this. That's right. Because we're, we're it's almost like it's, it's second nature. We're just going to expect, right, yeah. that there are yeah. different yeah. people and we are going to, we don't even need to appreciate because that's just the, the DNA of the culture. But yeah. until we get there, we need to continue to show these data points to say, folks, when you invest, when you do this, you actually get a lot of great productivity returns and everything. Yeah. So I think yeah. the, the data speaks for itself. You are you are so right on, and 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 in fact, I'll tell you, I kind of told mom to before we started. I said one of the questions I want to raise to the group is, uh, so what are the benefits of diversity in the workplace? Well, I don't have to raise that question because you just you just hit on a, on a number of them that, as you said, uh, the data speaks for itself, and and it even answers the question of why is uh, gender diversity, all kinds of diversity, uh, important in the workplace, and it's for those reasons you said. So thank you for that, uh, uh, giving us that. All right, and now I want to talk about. Uh, a little bit about the the actual employees and and their engagement inside of the organization. So my question for you, the three of you is, and you can answer this in any order you like, right? But how can a company extend that DEI? And now now I don't want to call it an initiative, but but how can a company extend that their DEI initiatives so that um, and and support their employees, right? In the, in the period of a workday to allow them to take part in some of the offerings uh, without interrupting the day-to-day -day business? How can we allow them to participate and be a part of the ERGs and those things that are going on without interrupting the workday? And, 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 and in whichever order you want to answer that, um, feel free. Hey, I'll jump in on that because I think I think you know we make a lot of choices in in our, in our businesses around like how we spend our time and money. And I think one of the things that I think Monta hit it when she talked about just how over the last several years we've taken some of these things that have been conceptual, been like nice wall posters, and say let's make it real, right? Um, and if you think about like what that means, I don't, I don't I don't know if you can not interrupt the workday, but I think you make a purposeful decision to say you, you can step away. Um, because what we've done is we've chosen to like good shrinkage, right? Like make the time for people to, to get off the phones, um, to get away from their desk, to go participate in some of the things we have around, around awareness, some things we have around additional opportunities, resume building, how to interview, um, because we recognize that it's an investment in our future, right? Because again, this goes back to what Joy talked about. We talked about the ROI. The ROI is, it's not magical. It's a real thing, right? But it's predicated on A, attracting top talent and B, keeping top talent. Because when you have top talent that feels like they're invested in the company, the company invests in them, they deliver, right? And that's how you get mm -hmm. those enhanced results. And so the only way you can create that atmosphere is if you give people the time to, 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 to participate. And so um, I don't know if that's really answering your question directly, but well, what I'll tell you is that we have made a purposeful decision to, to, to provide the time for people to get away from yeah. the day to day 
and to and to play because in the past it would have been if you have time if you can step away yeah and we found that that doesn't resonate with people when you talk about prioritization it's really important to to the company than Shelby and that's one of the things yep. that we've done a better job of in the past couple years of like putting our money where our mouth is and giving people the the space to participate in things that are enabling and furthering our concept of taking DEI from an initiative to the way yeah. we actually work. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'll I'll piggyback off that. Um so you know at Comcast, DNI is a real thing. It's a big thing. I mean yeah. again, I'm I'm this is probably my most important I'm I'm so like, you know, there's so many things about Comcast I love. This is why I've I've been with seven companies. Uh, I've never been with a company this long. And so one of the things I just love about this company is just the people culture. A lot of companies say that stuff, right? Yeah. But yeah. they have no idea what it even means to yeah, create yeah. truly people culture where you see people. Uh, and so for us, you know, even having you know, we have chief diversity officer at Comcast Cable, okay? Yeah. Lauren Hudson and Rob, you saw a video from her yeah. at the partner yeah. summit. Yes. She created yeah. that just for our business partners. We also have chief diversity officer for Comcast Corp. I mean, we have 14 member external DNI advisory council. I mean, yeah. we take this very seriously. And there is at every aspects and i think i mentioned it right around just how do we even create content that really educates people to how do we give create digital equity yeah right there's yeah. just so many aspects that we i think comcast plays a part i think that's so key and the employees feeling like they are empowered yeah. to yeah. be educated and to be part of it and so mm -hmm. tomorrow is our dni day uh we prepare for DNI days, but it we almost have fun with it too. It's not like a, you know, get this done checklist, right? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're gonna have a watch party together. We already are gonna talk about how we're gonna, you know, talk about this afterwards to see what people got out of it. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, when you say, how do you allow that? I think Rob said it, you do need intentionality. You do need to set yeah. apart some time, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. but why not, right? Like taking that 30 minutes, 45 minutes, as you know, Rob, at Comcast, we have EMPS huddles. We have yeah, TMPS yeah. huddles. Yeah, MPS yeah. is, we we are led by MPS. What, yeah. what that means is we are trying to create promoters and we're trying to hear people. And so for us, you know, I actually have a team called, you know, Employee Engagement Committee. Mm -hmm. And DNI is one of the pillars in that committee in my organization. Mm -hmm. We bring education to it. So when there is different whether it's Women's Month, whether it's Black History Month, yeah. different types of things. We will communicate. It's done at the highest corporate level. It's done at a divisional level. It's done at even small nuclear teams because yeah. I think that's key. It's not to say because corporate sends something out, I don't need to do my part. It's yeah. to say, how do we do each do our parts to it? And I think education is key. And then the second part is accepting that we don't know it all. Yeah. Accepting the fact yeah. that, you know, I didn't know Mamta is an Indian name, but, you know, I just learned, right? Yeah. To yeah. me, like, I yeah. love these little facts that I get to learn about other cultures. But we, I think, we're so afraid of asking questions. 
because yeah. we we felt like we were not in a safe place to be able to ask. I think, you know, the whole COVID, there's many things that are so honestly tragic about what has happened in the world with it. But when there's, if there's something that I think positive thing that came out of it, it's around how people's emotions and hearts have been moved yeah. and people have been able to see others and also be able to say, I don't know everything, but can I ask questions? That permission yeah. to ask questions so that we don't stay in ignorance. I think ignorance is yeah. what really drives a lot of fear and hate and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And so as we continue to allow ourselves to have that conversation and allow our teammates to say, you know, it's not right or wrong, right? It's, it's about understanding. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a true, true believer that, you know, I get so excited about talking about this stuff because, yeah. Yeah. And, and another one other aspect is, it's not just at where you work, it's every aspect, right? Like I'm a mom. Yeah. And do you have these conversations yeah. right, at home? Yeah. I mean, yeah. in your community, wherever you belong, like, what does yeah. that look like? And so I think we have to make sure that we continue to uh, have these conversations so that the whole point is, if one of the listeners on this podcast said, I didn't think about that, then you know what? This is yeah. time well spent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If there's one yeah. person that set, had an aha moment to it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Good, Joy. Good, good, good. Momta? I'll jump in because, but by the way, Joy, you just did a mic a drop on some pretty awesome thoughts, as did Rob. Yeah. Um, you know, your question, Rob Marshall, was about, you know, how do companies, what do companies do to engage or do things differently? And yeah. I think the other piece, as I reflected on that question, is, um, putting metrics to some extent, companies can be doing that, like holding mm -hmm. leaders accountable to have the diversity, to have the, the diverse conversations, right? To be authentic in their leadership. So I know um, growing up in banking and financial services, I worked at a company and I see TP does that really well. In fact, how I ended up here was the conversation on TP Women with Miranda, right? It went from mm -hmm. an intro call, like talk to the hiring leader, maybe there's something here because I loved my previous job. And all of a sudden, two hours later, we were having this passionate conversation of how Miranda was creating the first ERG for TP, which was TP Women and her passion yep. behind it. And I was running Women's Network and our connect was TP Women. My yeah. connect with yeah. Joy, she, she, I watched her on a TP She Talks. I felt I knew her because yeah. of a diversity. Con my connect with Rob, although he's my client, was on the connect of like real deal of like family and, yeah. you know, yeah. our pa mutual passion on DE&I. So we definitely yeah. think about all of us here, right? All of yeah. our connects with yourself, Rob, with Audrey has been about a one foundational foundation of yeah. of a common passion and common goal which is what really is our rising tide together and yeah. if you'll and you know speaking about children i am a mom of two kids and right before um we started this podcast i was a, i was a proud mama reading um uh, a, a, an english uh, response that my son had on diversity of thought and i said oh wow this is a great i would love to post it but it's his. But as we're talking, I want to leave you with a quote from a 14-year-old. It's not mine. Yeah. Of what we're talking about here. It is like a skeleton. 
namely diversity of thought, as it is the base of a whole unit. This is in his essay, but I think that speaks to what we were saying right here really well of it is the skeleton, if done right, to that builds us up and keeps us strong. Yeah. 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 I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was pretty impactful. What you what you read to us um, that that he had written as a as a 14 year old. Wow. I was like, wow. So <laughs> so listen, I'm going to uh, one more question. I'm going to I'm going to ask as we um, summarize here and we we close. And that is um, when you look inside of uh, the organizations, um, how do you think companies um, can best prepare our diverse groups within the organizations to allow the employees opportunity for advancement. Um, you know, realizing that number one, um, equality and equity are two different things, right? Mm -hmm. That people don't all start at the mm -hmm. same place. So, so how can organizations uh, better work within their DEI initiatives mm -hmm. to help people women minorities to to elevate within the corporate structure and 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 I'll tell you uh, honestly I I was looking at some information in terms of the percentage of of women CEOs in the Fortune 500 right mm -hmm. they're very few and women in general but then when you start looking at minority women it really shrinks so how can we prepare our people to move up the ranks women and minorities within the context of a an organizational structure i'll jump in i'll start in this yeah. one so what we're doing here and it's something that we're starting in tp women but it's much more broader as well is we're expecting the board members to pass the baton to have a succession plan and to bring those members into the conversation and make them visible and yeah. and what yeah. i just said seems pretty simple but so important so as at for those leaders to retain their board positions also means accountability to what they're doing to spread their wings and bring others along with them and with that you're amplifying them right it's and and that's that's a little bit of what we're doing in the erg as far as my leadership i expect it of my team so i will say to my team i want to see your team just like I want you to be seen by my leadership team, I want to see your team and I want you to amplify and, you know, empower them irrespective of where they fall. Everybody's a diverse candidate. Mm -hmm. It's diversity yeah. of thought. So that's, yeah. you know, I'll yeah. Hand it to. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob? I don't have a whole lot to add, but I'll just say this. I think you hit the nail on the head, Mom, that we talked about. Like, we in the past, we focused on how do we make the people who are diverse like more appealing, right? Like go get a better resume, get more job experience. Mm -hmm. The reality is it's top down. People have people who make those decisions have to have to care. Mm -hmm. And they have to act differently than they acted in the past. You know, the best example I have of where this doesn't happen is in the NFL. You have this new the, the Rooney rule. You have all these guys who are out there getting experience and then not getting not getting head coaching jobs because the people who are making the hiring decisions mm -hmm. are like, I'm good. And I think yeah. that yeah. it takes mm -hmm. it takes programs like the programmatic view of pushing for transparency, mm -hmm. pushing for metrics, pushing for accountability at mm -hmm. the top of the house down to make sure that we are actively looking for talent that's diverse and then putting those folks in positions to either succeed or fail, right? Yeah. But putting them in positions yeah. that make that happen. I think 
Um, if we can, if we can continue to push on that part of it, I think we have an opportunity for us to be better in the future. But it starts mm -hmm. from the top and works its way down. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Enjoy. You have the, you have the final, the final here. <laughs> um, I, I mean, everything Mamta and Rob said, I echo it. Um, I think there, there's such key points, right? Like it has to be both, in my mind, both very organic and inorganic, you know, like thought, intentional. Mm -hmm. uh, there have to be things that hold people accountable with metrics and deliverables around, you know, making sure that some things do happen and carry on. But I also think that, you know, what we can do, and, and Mom, I think mentioned that too. So it's like, how do we ensure that people in all different levels and all different parts of the organization are able to showcase who they are yeah. Yeah. beyond just doing their work, right? Yeah. So are they getting the exposure that they need? Um, and are, are the leaders intentional about where you put them up for what, right? So I think those are all very important. But I also, uh, and this is it's very old ways of how people got groomed and, and you know, continue to, you know, climb the corporate ladder, which is still the mentorship, the sponsorship, mm -hmm. the champions. Those are real. Those are real. I mean, I think yeah. for all of us, who's at a certain level in our career know that there's people that helped us along the way. Yes. Yes. And there are people who identified my talent that I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Joy, you're really good at this. I'm like, am I? Yeah. Right. And then, you know, that's so key. And it's super important as leaders at any level to be able to see people and their talents and yeah. skills, not that what they're doing today, but what they're capable of but also helping them, like really coaching them on yeah. their opportunities. Yeah, so that, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, somebody could be extremely smart, but they just don't have a way to present well. You, yeah. you, know, at, you know, you could, you can keep giving them feedback saying you, you're not doing this, but yeah. are you as leaders helping them, really coaching them to be able to, you know, get to that next steps and next level? Because yeah. I feel like a lot of times it's not the, it's not the talent that's lacking or the desire, but some of the skills that require is required to be at the next level ranks. Mm -hmm. That's beyond just you're doing your day-to-day -day jobs. Yeah. It's the leadership skills, is yeah. the executive presence, it's yeah. the influencer roles, right? Like these yeah. things yeah. require not too many people are just gonna be naturals at that. And so how we I look at different groups of people, and, and to me, that's not just minorities from a race and gender. It's just different backgrounds of people. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think that's how we continue to elevate and make sure that people all have get different opportunities. That that that's awesome. And I I'll tell you from listening to the three of you here today, you know, if I if I were to take something away, most importantly, um in thinking about uh, DEI in an organization. It's number one. There's no one way of doing this. Number number two. There has to, it has to be intentional. Whatever you're doing around this, there has to be intentionality around it. And then the third thing. I love the point. You know, all of us at some point in time um, had somebody 
to help us to get to where we are, right? That old saying of I pull myself up by my own bootstraps is a is hogwash is what I say, because number one, they're not your bootstraps. You didn't make the bootstraps. So you got to credit the guy who made the bootstraps. So so nobody does it by themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I think that what I heard from the three of you today really echoes that thought, really says that number one, we've come a long way. But my, 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 we've got a long, long way to go. And so I am so grateful. I thank you, the three of you, for this conversation today. My hope and my prayer is that it it benefits, it encourages someone else who's listening or listeners uh, hearing this today. As Joy said, they can take away something, one thing, to change somebody's heart and mind uh, as it relates to really doing the right thing. Um, it, I think we've we've accomplished uh, the mission for this. So thank you all so very, very much. And uh, we look forward to talking again someday soon. Amen. Thanks, Thank you so much. It. And nice to awesome. meet you, Rob. Nice Other Rob you. and yeah. And Rob Marshall, thank you for hosting yeah, us. Yeah, and, and awesome. listen, and Audrey can Audrey can eliminate this part, but I caught myself. I said amen uh, because Rob, I you you may not know, but I, I'm a pastor, and so a lot of times <laughs> I'll finish up like, these conversations these, with that amen. I meant to say well, thank was, you. And, and amen, 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 amen back. Amen yeah. back. So. Yeah. Oh wow, this, this was, was fun. Great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you really all fun. so thank much. Thank you for hosting. Exactly. You were awesome, Rob. Yeah. Hey. Thank you, Mom. Bye. Nice meeting you guys. All right. Thank you. Bye. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.